Will rising interest rates cool off the self-storage market? Or at least, let's say, the acquisition side of the self-storage market. I have my doubts, but let me share some ideas with you. My name's Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Quick Start Academy, which houses the on-demand self-storage boot camp that I offer. It's the premier training I offer, and it's designed to take you from wherever you are all the way to putting your first or your next self-storage facility into service. And as we face uh, an environment with rising interest rates, we all the numbers in the Quick Start Academy will reflect the reality of what's going on in the market today. So you can find out more about it at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com. But I get a lot of questions about how will rising interest rates affect pricing on self-storage or the small investor's ability to buy self-storage today? Well, the short answer is I don't know. I'm not an economist, uh, but I'll share with you my ideas. Yes. As I'm recording this, it's July 2022, and people who watch the Treasury bills, you will notice a yield curve inversion. Now, what that means, I'm not an economist, and most of you or many of you know a lot more about it than I do. I don't even watch it but daily, but a lot of people do. But what happened earlier this month is the short-term Treasury bill, the two-year Treasury bill, uh, bill the yields went above the 10-year Treasury yields. That's called a, an inversion. And typically that is a classic indicator of a recession or recessions coming on. So you're hearing a lot about recession coming. In, on the news and in a lot of the stuff that you read, and perhaps there is one coming. There's always one coming. I just don't know when it is. And I have my doubts if this yield curve inversion is an indication that it's coming sooner rather than later. Now, if we step back and take a look, the Fed, the Federal Reserve Board earlier this year raised the federal rate, the lending rate, by 150 basis points, or 1.5%. And they've given strong indication that it's going to go up another 0.75 basis points, or 75 basis points, or another 0.75%. Many expect this to happen before year end. Now for the Fed, with inflation going on, this is one of the few kind of levers or dials that they have to twist and turn to try to slow the economy, or in other words, have less money flowing into the economy, thus cooling off the, the inflation that's hit, the rising of the prices, trying to cool that down. Less money in the economy, typically prices don't go up as fast. And it's one of the few dials and levers that they have to use. So this upward ticking of the Fed rate has put pressure on the Treasury yields. The shorter term interest rates 
have gone up probably is partly as a, as a result of this increase in the Fed rate. And also, if you couple that with the Ukraine war going on, there's a lot of money from all over the globe going into, quote, safe investment vehicles. And uh, worldwide, nothing's considered more safe than U.S. debt, which is the Treasury yield. So you've got a lot of money flowing in to the debt, the 10-year Treasury bill, thus keeping that interest rate low. So if you've got these two pressures working on these financial instruments, which may have had a lot to do with why the inversions happened as well. Now, if you're looking at just recessionary indicators, this yield curve inversion is just one. Now, some of the other indicators just or at least I don't see them. They're not there right now. So right now, unemployment is at a historical low. 3.75%. In June, 375,000 new jobs were created. Granted, they might not be the highest paying jobs, but we have job growth occurring. We have low unemployment occurring. Also, household debt per income is at an all-time historic low. That's always another indicator of recession, or can be an indicator of recessions. But yeah, the, the average household debt is at an all-time low in relationship to income. So many of the other, quote, recessionary factors aren't there. Now, will we have a recession? I don't know. Cooling off in the storage business, in my opinion, wouldn't be a totally bad thing. I'd like to see, you know, less transactions, less money chasing it. But for the short term, what does all this mean for us small investors in the self-storage world? In the short term, it could be even more challenging for us because, yes, interest rates have gone up. Our cost of capital has gone up. Now, I don't, at, this, at least at this stage of the game, and I could be wrong here, but I don't think that our cost has gone up in the exact proportion of the Fed rate increase. A lot of banks, in particular, have a lot of cash on their balance sheets that they're trying to move out the door. And there, this might be an opportunity. Yes, rates are going to go up, but it might not go up tick for tick with the Fed rate. This might be an opportunity for many banks to move money out their door, yes, at a higher interest rate than it would have been a year ago or six months ago, but probably not reflecting the entire Fed rate hike. So be cognizant of that as you're negotiating for your loans and self-storage. Also, self-storage is the lowest foreclosed on asset class of any investment real estate asset there is. So loaning to you, banks should feel much safer than in other types of real estate investments. But this higher interest rate is, is like banging against a decade worth of cap rate compression. And I, I, I wish that 
it was a, a one for one kind of ratio that as interest rates went up, cap rates go up accordingly. I think that may follow, but I'm sure not seeing it now. So for the short term, I think our cost of capital has gone up, but I haven't seen prices budging anywhere near what our cost of increased capital is. So what that means is we've got to underwrite very safely at this for the next few months or next couple quarters and see what happens in the quote cooling off of the self storage market. So I think our costs have gone up, but I don't think it's being reflected in prices yet. So I'm using higher interest rates. I'm using higher reversion cap rates to determine future value. And I'm underwriting accordingly as I'm looking at my deals using current pricing today. So what does all this mean? Well, it means we're looking at usually smaller markets. We're looking at if we're looking at existing storage, it's kind of rougher self-storage than we may have bought a year or two ago. I'm definitely trying to look at stuff that big money isn't chasing because I haven't seen a cooling off yet in the self-storage space. There is a lot of money, and I think cap rates, I've talked about this, I think cap rates are tied to this, the amount of capital chasing the deals as well as other factors like interest rates. But I'm seeing there's a lot of money still chasing self-storage deals. Again, we talked a couple of weeks ago about this. Imagine being a, a fund, running a fund, self-storage fund, and I've got $50 million. I've got a place in deals this quarter. Now, I'm not that like, I might not be that concerned about what the cash on cash yield is going to be in the first year or two. I'm more concerned with getting the money out the door and then I will typically underwrite with higher inflation and let inflation catch up on the pricing to get the yield in a year or two. I've just got a problem today and my problem is I've got to place $50 million. That's what as small investors we're banging up against, which in keeping the cap rates lower than probably they should be with the increased cost of the interest to us. So we're going into smaller markets. We're looking at a little bit rougher type properties than we would. We're going for the deals that that money isn't chasing right now and creating the deals that maybe they will chase in the future. In my humble opinion for the small investor, that's where the opportunities are today. All of this is just my opinion. I am no expert on it. I'm just thinking out loud, reporting back to you what I'm seeing going on in the marketplace. I'd love to hear what you see happening in your corner of the world. And thank you very much. My name is Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage, and I'm the creator of the Storage World Analyzer, which is the financial modeling tool we used to where we input the higher interest rates, the higher reversion cap rates, and model out all the storage opportunities, whether it's buying existing, building new, or expanding or converting. We use this for all of them. Thank you very much. You can find out more about it at creatingwealththroughselfstorage.com or storageworldanalyzer.com. Thank you very much. I look forward to being with you next week.